Yo, yo. Whoa, thanks for how you doing today, brother? I'm good, man. Just good with it. Can't complain too much. I want to thank you for joining me tonight. How's your That's family? Good. Everybody's good. How about yours? I can't. They can't complain too much. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Um, so tonight, man, you know, I was going to um, do this for the episode of the game, which we really, uh, that we regularly do. But uh, I thought this was a, I thought this was an episode for Truth to Power because you know I just recorded this episode called Nazi America yesterday, and mm-hmm. I, um, I just opposed it to Nazi Germany, right? Because okay. we live in a Nazi state right now, as you can see on the news and things of that nature. But I wanted to talk yeah. about, but I really wanted to talk about protect, protecting black women because right. uh, right. and um, I'm going to say some things tonight. This is a disclaimer. I'm gonna say some things tonight that's gonna get some people upset, but it, mm-hmm. it needs to, it needs to be said. It really does. Um, uh, so you know, Meg the Stallion, she got shot by Tory Lanez, and there was a prep, there was a plethora of women on the internet just going crazy about it. Oh, uh, you know, the black woman's not protected and things of that nature, and. We're the least protected woman in society, and I really wanted to address the reason of why that is. But first, I want to get your opinion on why that is. Why well, I think it is. Yeah. Well, well, we have a we have a sordid history, you know, as far as uh, um, you know, I guess, I guess if we go back, you know, because obviously slavery is. Slavery kind of changed a lot of the social constructs that we had and, you know, our, just flat out our way of living. And a lot of the roles and things were kind of reversed. You know, you have uh, situations like, you know, I hate hate to even mention this shit, but uh, buck breaking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You had where they separated us uh, based on skin tone, skin color. You know, you had all these different systems of division. That basically came up, and I think these systems of division, they kind of still stuck around, you know, up to this point in time. You know, through through various through various avenues, whether it's through you know jobs or you know people favoring certain people. You know, I just I think it goes back. It, it basically all comes back from from slave times. You know, I think that's that's where all of that comes from, and I think you know we. There was there was a time when the role of protector was basically taken away from men, you know, because um, you would have instances where, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with all of this, but, uh, you know, in slavery, when they wanted to make an example, slave masters wanted to make an example out of somebody, you know, uh, they would take black male time between two mules or two horses, whip them and make them pull them apart or, you know, beat them to death in front of people, you know, all these different, you know, disgusting acts and um you know all these things would be done in front of the mother so the basically the mother would see these types of things happening and it's like well sh- i'd be damned if this is gonna happen to my child so they would go out of their way to protect their children and that's where that mammy role came from so i think you know there was a there was a time when basically the power was taken away from men and they allowed it to have i won't say they allowed it to happen so that's a poor choice of word but there was a there was a time when power was taken away from men and it was put in the hands of women. And, you know, I think some men haven't 
saw that window for them to push and take that power back. Right. So, I, yeah. And and um, to be completely honest about mm-hmm. this, about the situation, about the um, situation of black women um, not feeling protected or them um, saying that there's no men to protect them, to be completely honest, my brother, a mm-hmm. lot of what's going on right now is, um, as far as that goes, and I'm not blaming black women for, I'm not blaming the shooting on Meg the Stallion because she should have been shot. But mm-hmm. it's time for black women to start taking accountability mm-hmm. for their actions. Now, and this is what and this is what I mean by that. Black women have a problem with this word accountability and responsibility. Okay. As a whole. And I'm not talking, I'm not talking about any particular person. I'm just talking about as a whole. All right. When when you choose to be around certain people or certain type of people, you mm. cannot expect certain types of protection. Now, when you say you want black men to protect you, what are you really saying? To what degree, what to, to what level? Black men don't have a problem protecting you physically or even emotionally, really. But you have to understand the type of men that you're around won't warrant you being protected. Right, right. And another thing is, is this. Black women, you cannot call black men trash. <laughs> you mm-hmm. it? You uh-huh. cannot call black men trash, call us every name under the sun, and then when it's time to be protected, or, and then sleep with white men, let's say that too. Mm-hmm. Go around here bed winching, and then when a white man go upside your head, you go around and say, well, where all the black men know I had to protect us? But you made your choice. Mm. Mm. Yeah, brother, you're going to ruffle some feathers with this one. Yeah, because, you know, I know I am because, because I, was on, I was on Instagram, and I really wanted to get to this. It took me a while just to get to this episode. I was on Instagram, and I'm arguing with a group of women. I'm going, hey, Megan Stagg needs to take accountability for what happened, for her actions. And I said, so they was like, that don't matter. She should have been protected anyway. Okay, so then I then I gave one woman this scenario. I said, "Listen, if you are in an area, let's think logically now, not emotionally. Logically, I said, if you are in an area where crime is known to happen, murder is known to happen, right? Mm -hmm. And me as a black man, I tell you, stay out of that area because murder is known to happen. And you say." I ain't listen to you, nigga. You ain't. You can't tell me what to do, and mm-hmm. you end up. You don't even get murdered, but you get hurt, and you go, uh-huh. "Well, man, I don't feel protected." Well, I just told your ass not to go over there. Uh huh. <laughs> you want to be defiant. You want to be. You want to be. You want to be so defiant just to say, "Can't nobody tell you what to do." Right. But when it comes down to obeying a man's authority, then you want to say, oh, I ain't listen to no nigga. I ain't listen to you, nigga. You can't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason why you you don't feel protected as a whole because, and let's just be real here, brother. 
Mm-hmm. Black women are the only race of women that say that they don't need a man. Mm. Well, I, I I can't say I've heard anybody else say that, so I I can't disagree with you on that. Can't disagree. This, nah, uh, nah, I do this. And then, mm-hmm. hmm? no, go ahead, go ahead. And let's be completely honest about it. When you when when you go around and you say, uh, well, you need a man for protection and this and that. Well, um, I can protect myself. I, so I give women this scenario. Well, can like if a, if another man come up and punch you in the face, can you beat that man's ass? <laughs> no. Well, then you can't physically protect yourself. You need a man for protection. And as much as they gonna hate to hear this, you need a black man for guidance. Cause certain things that you that you don't that you can't see that uh-huh. we can, uh-huh. right? From from a from a protector and provider standpoint. You think emotionally and you don't think logically sometimes. Okay. Okay. And that's going to lead to your destruction. Okay. You cannot lead a man. Women, our women want to lead men. You cannot lead men. Men lead you. Now, see, (laughs) there are a lot of women who, they don't feel like they need to be led. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'll say this. Women are capable of making their own decisions. They're capable of making good decisions, just like they're capable of making bad. Same, same, you know, vice versa. Same thing with us. I think it's important, though, that we look back at, like, how all of this got started. Because I don't blame I don't blame them for the thought process that they had because we've had, like, you know, you and I have talked Mm -hmm. about this before. There are people who want Mm -hmm. men, black men, who want that leadership role, but they don't really come equipped for what it takes. Like you as a man, like you live by principles. Okay. You have a set of guidelines and a set of principles right. that guides your life. But there's some guys who they want that leadership role. They feel like they should have it simply because they can sling dick. Or they're bigger than most people and they got hands. So they done whipped on a few people. You know, or you know, depending on how how deep you want to go with it, maybe they didn't shot a couple of people. You know, and they're known for doing, you know, making wild moves and people respect, you know, that that masculinity, I guess that, you know, that that machismo from them. So it's misguided, you know what I'm saying? And then and also too, if you jump yeah. back, you know, to this portion, I mentioned in the beginning about um social constructs being damaged. You know, um if people have a true knowledge of self and like what the goals are and like where they should be and what would like actually have a set of morals we be in a different state when it comes to like black women being protected like me i've always been like you know a person who you know if i would see a situation that didn't sit right you know if i could you know kind of like eat this lightly you know not like jump out with my chest out there and try to bust the whole situation up but you know if i can maybe defuse the situation before it got out of hand or maybe you know just bring it down period you know i would i would do that you know some situations you just got to stay out of it because you don't know what direction they're going. But uh, I'm a, I was saying all that to say this. So if you look at the households that people come up in, if you have a group of kids who come up, you know, just say, I won't say a group of kids, you have a neighborhood of kids where 90% of them all come up in a single parent household and that single parent happens to be a mother. Everything that they're getting is coming from that mother. So that 
protective figure that should have been there from jump is not there. So they don't really have a some people, I don't want to say everybody, some people don't really have an understand an understanding of what a father figure, what a protector looks like. There may have been somebody in the family, you know, who was a good guy, you know, he kind of, you know, did his thing, you know, when they were around, you know, somebody they kind of like had a respect for, but that's not their father. And that person wasn't around every day to guide them. So when you don't have that guidance like that, you go off of what you know and what you see and you develop your own understanding about what a protector is. And you basically force to move on your own. So, you know, nobody's, I don't think anybody's immune, not even men. Shit, they're men who need help. You know, but yeah, but I'm just right. saying all that to say, you know, I think it, it goes back to how did you come up? Because everybody, all of us started off as babies, but we couldn't fend for ourselves. So when you started off at that point, what type of upbringing did you have? Did you have that solid family? Did you have that man that, you know, that set the set the standard for any other man that you would see in your life? And if you don't have that, you know, it's kind of hard to, you know, to peg a person and be like, well, nah, you should have known, you know? So I think that that goes into it too. Like I'm not a hundred percent um on like Meg the Stallion's background, but I know you know she mentioned her like losing her mother at a certain point. I'm not familiar with her father type situation, you know. But I mean, shit, in the environment that she that she thrived in and she came up around, she probably came up seeing some hard shit. So as a result, you know, she go to moving like what she saw, you know. But at the end of the day, yeah. She's not invincible. So. Yeah. And I want to make this clear. We're not picking on Meg. Meg the Stallion should not have nah, that shot. I stand on that. No no black woman should ever be home in the presence of a black man. Mm-hmm. You understand? At all times, I feel like black women should be protected. Mm-hmm. You know? But I'm trying to put out disclaimers and just certain things that can lead up to you being in danger, putting yourself in a dangerous situation. You understand? You get what I'm saying? And just understanding your role. And this isn't to minimize what black women mean to the community or anything like that. But this is just to put things into perspective in a logical manner. Yeah. You understand? And as and as black men, it is our responsibility to protect black women. Mm-hmm. It yes. is. It is. And, it, you know, there is the respect factor, too. You know, they, it's, it's a protection thing, but it's a respect thing, too. You know, just like we expect as a black, as black men, we expect, you know, a certain level of respect, you know. Shit, they're human beings, too. You know, so, you know, they they need that level of respect, too. You know, like certain things they need to do, like got to give them that space to move how they move, you know, just like we, we expect that same thing, but, you know, I just, I just think we, we need to, uh, us as many to set some better examples, not, not saying like, you know, you or I, I mean, I can always be better, but, you know, it's just some of these examples, like, yeah. like I look at the generation under us and I'm like, shit, <laughs> y'all the ones going to be leading it? Nah, bro, y'all don't even know yeah. who y'all want to be, you know, some of y'all riding the fence, you know, so, you know, to me, like, that's, they don't even set a good example. It's like, what woman won't follow behind them? Like, for instance, just say hypothetically, you had a, you know, down the line, you happen to have a daughter. How many of these, you know, like, in this age range do you see that would be, that you would be willing to put 
your daughter in their hands, knowing the example that you set for. Shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Man. So it's like shit. Now we can we can yeah, train man. them and put them, you know, try to put them on game, but you know, fuck every generation it look like they a little bit more hard hard headed than the next. So you know. Huh. Yeah. But but you know, uh, we know what I like about this generation mm. though. What I love about this generation is the mistakes that um that our parents made and this the mistakes that our grandparents mm-hmm. made. As far as like in a political system, they're not making it. They're not making it. They're not making a mistake. They're saying things for what it is, and they're going. They're thinking to themselves, "Okay, yeah, um, yeah, y'all got this and that going on, but what about us? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? This generation is going. Hey, you gonna put something on the table? Uh-huh. That's what I like about this generation, and that's why I'm real. That's why I'm really patient with this generation, my guy. Like I, like I. Like I really got faith in this generation, believe it or not. I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's tough out here for these kids. But at the heart of everything, I really got some. I really got some faith in this mm-hmm. generation of black people. I really do, and I'm very patient with them. I'm not just. I'm not so quick to right um, criticize or throw mm-hmm. them away. Yeah, you know, because I understand that um, they're getting better. As what time goes on. Now certain mm-hmm. things, now certain things like you know, um the LGBTQ shit that they got, and they're so loose with that. Uh I ain't with yeah, that. Shit he- at all. It's heavy. It ain't just yeah. it ain't just light, it's heavy. Like like this yeah. this this <laughs> man, you 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 know you know how deep <laughs> it goes, man. That's you know, right. but it's it's Man, I'm I might even want to touch that one because that's not the topic of our conversation. Maybe another night, but um, yeah, that's that's deep. But that's that's what I'm talking about. So like, you might have like they have a strength about them, but it it needs to be guided. You know what I'm saying? And this generation, like, they're hard to guide. You know, because they they kind of mm-hmm. think they know everything, which is kind of like I mean, we were more willing to listen. Like I always listen to old heads coming up. That's why I was able to avoid a lot of the shit. You know that that other people went through out in the street and stuff like that. Like I sat and listened and watched, but this generation, man, they head first, man. They head first, and it's oh, yeah. it's it's almost to a fault if they're not if they don't get that that proper guidance. You know what I'm saying? Because what they a lot of what they see is like clout. You know what I'm saying? Like notoriety. Like who who sees them? Who respects them? How many people, you know, like see them and like want to want a piece of them? You know what I'm saying? Like want to be around them? Like that's that that fuels them a lot of them. But if but that strength that they have, if it could be guided, man, it could be it could be a weapon like no other. But you know, it, it just has to right. be guided, man. But you know, we need we need people to to do that though. So. Yeah, because as you can see, up in um. That was Wisconsin. As you can see up in Wisconsin, they got their white supremacist children. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They got their children. Not only, not only are they guiding them, they're protecting them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it's looking like. Now, look, I, I, hate to, I hate to cut this. They got here. cow. What'd you say? Yeah. They got, they got cow. Riddington or whatever mm-hmm. his name is. 
that went over there with the AR fifteen, yeah. I think it was. Uh-huh. They they got pictures of him. Oh, uh, he was he was before he shot people, he was uh, wiping off yeah, some graffiti. What the fuck does that have to do with Nothing, anything? Bro. You punk motherfucker. Let, let you know what his what his focus was, you know. But let you know what his focus like that's his, you know. <laughs> It this wasn't an isolated event. This wasn't something that just happened. You know what I'm saying? Like he had some type of rhetoric in his mind. But anyway, I, I hate to divert from this. I wanted to ask you something about Meg. Well, not Meg the Stallion, because that's. I wanted to ask you about like the women that, the women that ask for protection and things like that. The women that said we should be protected and, you know, uh, with the least protected, you know, um, race or group of women, you know, in the world. I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you, um, having the background that you have, where do you think that mindset comes from of like having this ind- like this independence that these women have? But then, you know, I guess at a certain point, like mentioning about protection, where do you think that comes from? Like, do you see that as a like a like an independent thing that the like women as an individual? develop or do you like like where do you think it comes from like where did you think that originated from the hood right mm. and i'm giving it straight to you tonight because i'm um because i'm kind of um i'm kind of okay. frustrated but the hood rat mamas and you know wow. why i say that because their whole lives they seen the hood rat mamas and this is mm. not all women but 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 y'all know they got a lot of hood red mamas out there. They see their hood red mamas struggling and not really doing mm-hmm. shit, but still want protection. Mm-hmm. Now, and you know what's you know what's interesting that you brought that up, and I, this almost slipped my mind. I'm so glad that you mm-hmm. brought me back to this, brother. Don't you know? Um, I uh, I saw I hit this uh, girl up on IG. I was like, um, I said, you know, black men are protecting black women. And you what? know what she told me? Well, we not looking, we're not just looking for protection from black men. Oh shit. Well, well, you're delusional because who else you gonna get protection yeah. from? Yeah. Well, white, well, white men can protect us. Let me tell all black women something right now. Whether you're in a relationship with a white man or not, they will not protect your ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if you're in a relationship with them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well. Uh, Let me tell you something, black women. The only men that will protect you is black men. Because we're the only ones that care about you. Man. You know what? I, I think if if more people were cut from a similar type of cloth, they would have faith in that. But anytime, I guess we could sit around and we could watch, we can go watch YouTube fight videos or just, you know, the random stuff that mm-hmm. pop up on your, your IG page, depending on what you follow, you know, and you can see situations mm-hmm. where women getting themselves embarrassed out in the street and dudes around there with slim ass jeans on with their ass hanging out, you know, yeah. <laughs> They out there recording, you know, laughing, you know, so some women might beg to differ. So, again, we can't, you know, I think 
we can't confuse, you know, the men who have a strength like yours for that to be the majority, because it's not. Like we gotta be real with ourselves. Like men like men like you or well, men with your thought process as far as like protection is not the majority. Like these niggas are talking, they they sit up, like mm-hmm. I I've been around guys who sit around and, and talk like, you know, uh, I don't want to use that term, but they, they they sit around and you know they, they run their mouth about stuff like you know, little drama and little mess and stuff. And I sit down there and I listen to it. You know, it's like, damn, like these dudes really going in with this. Like these women and they, you know, so I mean everybody's not cut from the same cloth. And yeah. and the other thing too, like you mentioned about, you know, I asked you where you think they get it from. You said they're mothers. So what do you think made their mothers like that? If we go a little further. They heard red mamas and they heard red mamas. So a man plays no part in and that. Then, well, the absence of a man plays no part, okay. plays no part in it. And when I say, and when I talk about, you know, and to be honest, and I know people, people, people perception of me is that I don't get on men the same way that I get mm-hmm. on women, right? But that's a big misconception because I'm always telling dudes that they need to stop bussy popping. They need to go out there, you know what I'm saying, handle their business, stop lying to women, you know, be more protective of women. I'm always uh-huh. saying that, right? But it's only when I criticize women that people get upset. But the reason why I put the onus on a woman is because the woman is the teacher, is your first teacher. Mm-hmm. My grandmother told me a long time ago, she said, she told me two things that always stuck with me as it relates to women. She said, Tyrus, she said that if you want to know what a woman's going to turn out to be, just watch the mom. Mm-hmm. My dad used to tell me that. And Right. There's old school game right there. And the second thing she told me was this. Women who don't want to have a baby won't have one. Mm-hmm. So, if we got women out there that are being that are saying, "Hey, I want my independence, but I want somebody to protect me," which don't make sense. That's just an oxymoron right there. You can't be say that you're independent, but you still want somebody to protect you. It just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Independence means apart from, separate. Mm-hmm. So you mean you want to be apart from me, but you still want my protection? That's hood right logic. Mm. Mm. Well, I guess they have to. But, mm. but to but to your question, it's just not on women because the man should have been there present to show them an example of what it looks like for a man to protect. Exactly. Them. So that's what I'm saying. If the man is there, then. There's mm-hmm. there would be a no need if if men did what they were supposed to do. Because I mean, don't get me wrong, there are there are plenty of men who don't you know who who are doing right and you know they want to be involved in the kids' life lives and you know, but I mean there also are also a large amount a larger amount of men who you know they want to be out here doing their whole thing, you know, and either they got caught up in the woman was like, look, I'm not dealing with that. She got pissed. When you say whole thing. When you say hold mm-hmm. what you mean? Like, like knocking off different women. 
You know, so I mean, that's okay. Good. I want to touch on that. Keep, okay, keep so on. yeah, so I mean, if they, you know, they're not there, like that's not. I I don't feel like in every case we could I could point I could point the finger at women for that. Some women are pissed, and this is the response as a result of them being pissed and like, you know, men not actually doing that job that we're supposed to do because we're given the job. The, the the job is there for some guys decide they don't want the mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So once they decide they don't want it, then it's like, now you done started something. Because you didn't piss this woman off and she got more power to get you than you getting her. So, you know, then, you know, now, now we won't make noise about it on the back end and she won't be with me and I won't be with her. It's like, nigga, but you made the kid. You know, so I mean, it's, you know, six one way, yeah. half a dozen another, you know, it, it could be argued on both sides, but you know, when we when we lay up and we make the child, like we giving that job. We're giving that job. And when you, you know, I feel like at the age I am, I don't have any kids. Now I'm I'm older. So for me, no, I dodge, you know, the foolishness intentionally. So to me, if, if you know what I'm saying? So to me, if I you know, if I if I could do it, I'm not saying that about you know anything about anybody who had, you know, who had kids and you know it wasn't necessarily an intention. I'm just saying, me as an individual, like I was like, I watched everybody else's yeah. situation. I was like, shit, I don't want that. Like, you know, especially if I if I knew I didn't have intent, like, you know, I didn't see like the long term with you. Like, I saw us like being together for a while, but like maybe if I didn't see that long term, it's like, ah, nah, man, we're not gonna do the kid thing. And then, you know, I don't want to be around because I don't really want to see you. You know, I, I won't see my kid, but I don't really want to be around you. Nah, nah, man, I'm either going all the way or, or not at all. So. You know, mm. people, you know, adopt that mindset, man. It'd be a lot less issues, man. I think that unity would be like that building relationships thing, man. That's a real big, like, like when, in my profession, like I build relationships with my kids. I get some of the worst kids. Teachers like, I don't know what to do with them, man. By the time, listen, if they ever have an issue with them, like, look, call me. And we sit down and we talk it out. It's like, look, you need to go ahead and fix yourself. So to me, like building relationships is everything, man. If you can get that, like really earn that trust legit, legitimately and be like who you say you are, man, in your world, like people can't help but to respect that shit. Anybody you've ever looked up to, they earn your trust in some kind of way, right? Yeah, they've earned right. your trust in some kind of way. So, you know, if you can, if you can manage to earn that trust and y'all can, you know, have that, that trust factor there, man, it's a whole different relationship and protection wouldn't even be a question. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. And I'll tell you on that. I get you on that. You know, um, I commend you for dodging that. <laughs> I wish I could have. I wish I could have did the same hey, thing. Hey, but hey. <laughs> however, you know, I take Indeed. care of my responsibilities. Right. And I'm and I'm accountable for my of actions. Course. I'm accountable. Um but one thing you mentioned was you said men want to do mm-hmm. the whole thing. Now I don't know about mm-hmm. you, brother. But I grew up, and I grew up with men that did their mm-hmm. own thing, but they still took care of home. Okay, yeah, that's okay. Uh, I grew up in a generation. I'm not gonna say a uh, household, but I grew up in a generation. From what I saw, what I seen from men was some people had siblings cross town and they didn't even know about it till the funeral happened. Yeah, yeah, you, that, that's that's real. My pops told me a few stories about that. 
Yeah, I knew, I knew life, you ain't lying. Real life, real talk. Dad found out about it to the funeral. He's like, oh, that dude kind of look like me right there. What, 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 what he doing? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he doing here. That's rough. <laughs> he kind of, that, that's, that's rough, but you know, that's, it was. that's life. And, but now we live in a society, though, where, you know, infidelity is, you know, pretty much frowned upon. It's not really accepted. And it's kind of like a, you know, it's a hurting feeling for somebody to get cheated on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but but once you but whether whether women realize it or not, some things they do, and I work with them, and I really want to tell them this: certain things that they do and how they present in certain situations is just not conducive to what men want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You okay. know. By the type of men that they're seeking, like, uh, like, um, you like, for instance, women are, let's just say a woman's mm-hmm. 35, right? And this is, I know I'm catching flag for this. I'm just gonna put this out there. Let's just say a woman is mm-hmm. 35, right? And she goes, she has these type of standards, certain type of standards for men. So, and a man could be like, okay, but I got these type of standards for you. Most of the time, one be like, "What you mean? I'm the prize." Mm-hmm. No, the fuck you not. No, the fuck you not. <laughs> so you're saying it's, it's one sided. Yeah, yeah. At at the age that they're at, because women don't realize at a certain type of when they reach a certain type uh-huh. of age. Oh, I see. What, all right, I see. What you're going with. That's I it. got it. Like you know, um, like you know, football yeah. players. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Once they start reaching a certain type mm-hmm. of age, it's time for them to yeah. retire. But, but in their mind, you know, they're still the same person that do that do. Yeah, right. When it, when it, when they got I drafted got, the first night, when they, I know what you was night, wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They think they think they can still throw that ball fifty yards down there for the touchdown. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Yeah, I, I, I've seen that. <laughs> nah, I've seen that a few times. But you know, now for me, yeah. I just never, I just never put myself around those people, because I mean, a person could be like you know physically mm-hmm. desirable, but clearly, personality-wise and as far as the way that you move, like I'm not attracted to that. That's like, you know, that's like yeah. seeing a woman that's like heavily attractive when she goes, she goes to talk, you know, sound like you know a nigga. Well, I, I don't want you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get, yeah. I get like what you're you saying. Right? Like, uh, and, I shouldn't and you know do what? that, but you sound yeah. street. It's like, damn. Yeah, you got a, you got a deep. Yeah, it's deep. You know, what it's, I'm saying? you know the. It's it's like listening yeah. to a man talk. It's like, man, if I want to talk to another man, like I go to the barbershop or something. Like I don't want to sit down here and you know yeah. have this conversation with you like this. Like who you talking to? So you know, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, like I said, me, I just. If I recognize that about you and I just know offhand, okay, well, you know, obviously this exchange can only go so far. If I work with you, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not even going that direction with you. It's like, well, I know that's how you rocking. So, you know, I just, I, I'm cool with being on that friend side. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't be, I'm not going to be on, on the receiving end of none of that shit that you, that you're projecting. You know, you can project it somewhere else. It's just yeah. not for me. And I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm not trying to like make you change to so so I could, you know, so you could be somebody that's worth pursuing for me. It's like, all right, well, shit, that's who you are. Cool. 
you know, you go you gonna do your thing over there, and I'm gonna do mine over here, but I'm gonna respect your space. You know, I'm good with that. And, and you know, brother, you are so correct in thinking that way. Yeah. You understand? Cause you don't wanna cause you don't wanna get caught up in some hood rat drama. Possible even possible hood rat drama, you should stay out of. Right. Right. Possible hood rat drama you should stay out of. Like when 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 women open their mouths, sometimes they say some real stupid shit and they don't realize that it's stupid. Mm. Um, like I swear, like I was going back and forth with this woman on, on IG about politics in New Orleans. Now, granted, I shot a whole documentary right. on this shit, right? You did. And I'm and I'm telling her and I'm telling her how the politics play in New Orleans and stuff like that. And she's going, uh, she's she's talking all around issues. I'm going, so what's the black? She said she wanna run for state representative, and then she's listening, I'm talking to your ass. She's talking about the state representative and stuff like that. I'm thinking, I'm listening to, I'm seeing the words that she's putting together. I'm going, you ain't going to be able to win New Orleans with that type of mentality. Mm. Oh, top. Because you're going, oh, I'm a lawyer of property taxes in the East. How? Well, I'm, I'm going to build a plaza mall. Okay, so you're trying to gentrify and displace the East. No, I'm not. Because if I own the land, then I could uh, decide what I put on there. Mm. So then I, I proceeded to ask, I said, okay, so you got a plaza mall in the east. Then what type of property tax? How is the property, how are they gonna be able to pay the pro- property tax once you raise the value of the property tax? And it's the high retail value area that you plan on putting there. How are the citizens in the east gonna do that? Well, the median income is gonna be 73000 but I just shot a documentary on this shit. Let me tell you something. New Orleans, black people in New Orleans, there's only 5% of families that make that whole mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. together. 5%. Black families, 5%. That's a small percent. That's a very small percent. Yeah. But, but I say that to say this. Women need they need men to guide them and to be able to protect them. Now, like you said, we get mm. jobs, right? We get jobs, we get jobs sometimes, you know, we get jobs pushed on us. <laughs> sometimes we get job offers. Yeah. And sometimes we get the opportunity to turn down jobs. Mm-hmm. Right. But one thing that the um the creator God, Allah, whoever you call, your, whoever your deity is, whatever you believe in, one thing that nature has given us, and that's a male assignment to be a man, eventually, to become a man. Mm-hmm. And part of that is, part of that is, is leading, guiding, and protecting women. Okay. You okay. understand? Okay. Whether we like it or whether they like it or not. Uh-huh. That's our job. And they think they want they want a man to be a certain type of way, but they really don't want that. A lot of women think they want a man that they can kind of um lead 
but they will never respect that man. Mm. Yeah. You gotta you gotta be you gotta have that the, the proper mind frame, man. As a matter of fact, mind frame ain't right for it. Are you gonna accept it right? As a matter of fact, as hard as I go on this show, 86% of my listeners are women. Mm. Mm. Oh man, what what, that that means you gotta soften the blue then, man. You gotta soften the blue, baby. No, they like it. <laughs> they got to. Oh, man. Back. That's because you, you're riling them up, man. You're riling them up. <laughs> they got, they want to feel love, man. They, they want they to hear about this, this protect, because protection, protection includes some type of love, too, man. They want to hear that. You no know? Doubt. No doubt. But, uh, but, but my love isn't in a nurturing sense. See, mm-hmm. I've noticed that, I noticed that to get a message across, uh, people think that I like empathy, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. don't. I have a great amount. Of, I have a great amount of empathy within mm-hmm. me. And but the thing is this: the way it comes off is very strong. Mm-hmm. But they're so used to black men being weak that are seeing black men be weak or not having an example of a strong black man. That when when I start talking, they get offended. Mm-hmm. So. And they say, "Oh man, they say I got your message, but your delivery was horrible." <laughs> man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And I'm about to go ahead and say this, and I'm about to go ahead and mean what I All say. Right. You cannot, you cannot expect protection from a Barack. O- you cannot expect protection from a Barack Obama. You cannot get you a Barack Obama, then expect for him to turn Malcolm X all of a sudden. Mm. Or become Marcus, or become Marcus Garvey all of a sudden, uh-huh. cause that ain't gonna happen. Okay, I see the point. Well, you know what I'm saying. Is get to assault black man that's possibly LGBT <laughs> Barack Obama. Oh, but you, but you get to a black man that's gonna stand on his word. That's not gonna. Be rattled in the face of white supremacy, because that's what you need. Because when the white supremacists come, Barack Obama ain't gonna protect your ass. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, he might be. He, as a matter of fact, he might be sleeping with the white supremacist. But he's not gonna protect your uh-huh. ass. Yeah. A lot of people feel like he didn't protect us the first time around, or first or second time around. And that he did. But I'm gonna tell you this though. Crime Bill Joe and uh, Crime Crime Enforcer Kamala, they ain't doing it. Yeah. And I want to say this too. I'm not a I'm not a Trump supporter. People think if it don't go Democrat, then you gotta be Republican. No, I'm apolitical. I'm voting for black empowerment. Whoever comes to the table with a black agenda that says, hey, black people, we're gonna stop, we're gonna punish these race soldiers for harming you. Black people, we're going to give you reparations, the reparations that was promised to you. That's who I'm voting for. Mm-hmm. Because Crown Bill Joe is just as racist as Donald Trump. The only difference between the two is Crown Bill Joe got a little bit more dimension. <laughs> you said dimension? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, man. A little, a little bit more symptoms of dementia than Donald Trump. Damn. Yeah. I mean, like Donald Trump, he Donald Trump, he got it, but it's not as accelerated as oh, that's Trump heavy. Bill Joe. Ooh, woo. Point blank period. They they, they just do. <laughs> Damn. Man, we we got to sit out. We got to chop it up with Dio on that, man, because I, I want him more of your viewpoint on that. But we got to be on that. Yeah. But, but you know, I say that to say this, man. You know, um, I love black women. I, um, I wish that all of our brothers love black women in the capacity that I do, mm-hmm. or that's willing to uh, put their life on the line mm-hmm. for them, as I would. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really want them to understand that. Um, Part of being a leader is is being strong, and part of being a man is not thinking in the same capacity as a woman mm-hmm. would. So we're going to disagree. We're going to have different perspectives on things because they're looking at it from a nurturer's perspective, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at it from a protector's mm-hmm. perspective. You know, because. Because like that saying goes, nobody loves a warrior until the enemy is at the gate. Where is the wisdom? So, so I'm going to be that warrior for you guys, whether you like it or not. You be that, man. You be that, unapologetically. Whether you like it or not. Unapologetically. Whether you like it or not. Hey, man, stand on it. You know, and I'm gonna stand on that, and you know, you just gotta respect it. Any, any last words, my brother, before we uh, get out of here? Nah, just um, probably give a shout out to C Freedom. She's also on uh, she's on Instagram. She just had a birthday. Uh, real solid yeah. people. Um, but she, you know, she has a photography oh, yeah. business, and she's been, you know, an integral part of, uh getting Lincoln Beach out in New Orleans East revitalized and she's been pushing and, you know, getting volunteers and things to come out and, uh, you know, try to, you know, revitalize that because there was a beach that, you know, our, our people were frequent when we weren't invited to the other parts. So, you know, shout out to Sea Freedom for doing that. And uh, also she has a, she has a clothing brand too oh, that yeah. she pushes and, you know, she, she's on point, man. So solid people to know. So go check out y'all. Sea Freedom, the letter C, Freedom. On Instagram, she really is. She really is. I follow her yeah. on um, Instagram. She really is. She is. She really yeah. is solid yeah. people. That sister right there yeah. really is solid people. Um, yeah, man. And um, we're gonna return um, hopefully next week with the game. Um, I think Nidia um, said, uh, and I don't, and I don't <laughs> know how you feel about this, but you know, but I just want to address it with you right now. But you know, sometimes I could be uh, very passionate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Very <laughs> passionate about things, and uh, <laughs> and about uh, the way I work is I work. I like to work just about. I like to work just about all the time and just yeah. about the whole week, and without without really giving consideration to what other people might be having going on. So I think she wanted to um, uh, pick okay. some subjects. Okay. Right. 
discuss some subjects. But I'm um end up probably um calling you guys sometime on freeway sometime right. this week and just um discussing the, like uh, you guys get to pick subjects okay. and um just discussing when is the right time for all of us to be together at the right time and things like yeah. that and um how often we should go about right. doing the podcast. But we got the podcast, the game, and that should be returning soon. Um, but I really wanted to get my brother Demetrio on him tonight because he's a black man. He's a strong black man. And um, I look up to him. I see what he got going on. I look up to him and um, I respect what he has going on as a family man, as a black man. And I think he's a shining example of what black men should be. Thank you, brother. And uh, and um, I, I really wanted to get you on here because, you know, sometimes I could go... I get off the rails, you know what I'm saying? Hey man, listen, we 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 need that perspective, man, because everybody's everybody's perspective is not the same, man. And you know, I, first of all, I appreciate uh, all those kind words, man. That's that that's real of you. You know, I think you know people need to understand too. You know that you can just because of you know people have an opinion that's different from yours doesn't mean that you know things have to get out of hand. Like as far as like what your discussion is or how you feel about things, you're still entitled to your own feelings. And, you know, I, I have a high respect for you because, you know, you're not one of those people that's going to lay down. And if we didn't have people like you, yeah. you know, who just wasn't going to lay down, you know, we have a lot of, you know, a lot of people who wouldn't be willing to push the ball with things. So, you know, you you do a lot of respect on that also. You know, and despite the, you know, you know, maybe some of the perspectives people feel that you have, you know, you you decide to stand up for them. You do what you're supposed to do with your son, man. So. Much, much respect, and, and I appreciate you bringing me on to this platform and, you know, allowing all of us to be able to, you know, talk about things and express some real shit, you know, that people people don't like to address. No doubt. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, you know what? You know what? So I want to give a shout-out to um, the actor, mm-hmm. William Pierce. You know, um, Wendell Pierce... He was supposed to be in my documentary, uh-huh. right? But but you know he uh he ended up moving like to um, London. I don't want to put his business out yeah. there like that. But uh but we spoke and um he was supposed to be on the show on mm-hmm. the game actually most recently. But then he, he turned down my invitation. Wendell, stop turning down my invitation. If you're listening, Wendell, stop turning down my invitations, brother. Come on now, come on now. Come, come see your New Orleans stories, bro. Yeah, man. come talk man, to we, New Orleans. Man, we love to have you, baby. Love to have you. One of New Orleans on. Yeah, yeah. Come talk to, come talk to your New Mr. Orleans. Get your hand out my pocket. Can we support you. Come on through. Yeah, you, 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 oh you, you, man, that's it, bro. I've been following that man a long time, bro. <laughs> long time. Right. Good and hey, good guy. Good, great yes, actor. Indeed. Good guy. You know, um, you know, he called me um, on on email. You know, great guy, always responds back to me, always replies to me. And um and I just wanted to let man, stop turning down my damn invitations, man. Come come on the show, man. Come talk to us, give us some games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But you know, but let's just go ahead and get up out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh we just spoke truth to power. I want everybody to have a good Indeed. night.